The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The people were filled with expectation, and all were asking in their hearts whether John might be the Christ. You answered them all, saying, I'm baptizing you with water, but the one mightier than I is coming, and I am not worth to loosen their tongues of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. After all the people had been baptized, and Jesus also had been baptized and was praying. Heaven was open, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form of a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you. Today we celebrate the Sunday of the baptism of the Lord. In a sense, this is the last Sunday, the last uh, little bit of the Feast of the Nativity of the Lord. That's why we still have the decorations. That's why we still have the uh, Nativity scene in the back. And, you know, if you go in any store, anything, it's gone. Christmas is done. And if you like me, Christmas is not done until February 2nd. Christmas decorations will stay until February 2nd. We will resist and we'll keep it up until February 2nd. But this feast day is an interesting feast day and we have to, maybe you had asked yourself, why Jesus being God had to be baptized? Why Jesus being the Son of God, went through this. And some theologians kind of help us to understand that he has to be baptized, so he was the one who sanctified the waters of baptism. So we can be baptized. So we can receive the baptism. And yes, today, as penitential right. We use the rite right of sprinkling of holy water. And I know some people got a little bit scary when that cold water got to you from your back. Be ready. We don't know when Jesus is coming back to get you. But as Catholics, we live and our faith is all about and around symbols. That's why we have the baptism font on the back of the church. And it's kind of interesting here at the cathedral. In many churches, we have the baptism font as kind of on the back of the church, kind of symbolizing that rite of passage. By baptism, you become one of us. By baptism, you are a new creation, a new creature. And that's kind of in a, in, in a way the significance of the have the baptism font on the back. That same baptism font that as we get in the church, we dip our fingers and we do the sign of the cross. And we do that, why? We do that to remind us our baptism. 
to remind us that through baptism we become part of the church. Three things happen on the day of our baptism. We are cleaned from original sin. We receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You know, a lot of times I know in our confirmation classes, you know, like, you know, no, we receive all the gifts that we need from the Holy Spirit during our baptism. And the third thing is we become part of the church. So those three important things happen on the day of our baptism. And on the baptism, you know, it starts by the deacon or the priest or the bishop asking to your godparents, to your parents, what do you ask for, little Jessica? And the parents said, faith, baptism. And then the deacon or the priest asks, are you willing and do you know what you're asking for? Do you know the responsibility that this entails? And they say, yes, that's why you were baptized. And then the kind of the baptism right kind of continue. But there is one part right at the end when the Godfather goes to the Paschal candle and light the baptismal candle, and that candle is given to the little kid, in that sense, to the godparents and parents. And there is something that the priest or the deacon says, make sure that this light is kept bright. This is, for us, the light of Christ that we receive on the day of our baptism is that light of Christ that we are called to take for the rest of our lives. Unfortunately, I don't know where my baptismal candle is, but you know, it's something that it will be interesting to keep up that, you know, keep that baptismal candle because that same baptismal candle should be the one that on the day that we're going to receive our first communion, we take that baptismal candle from that light that came from the Basque candle, and we bring in and say, I'm keeping that light alive in my life. And then the same thing on our, you know, on our confirmation, that candle should come back again and say, hey, but in a sense, you know, it should be every year on the day of our baptism. Maybe we don't know when we were baptized. Perhaps that would be a good thing to kind of learn and know what the day of our baptism. Because that day is the day that you became a new creature in Christ. So if you don't know what day of your baptism, try to find out. And on that day, make sure that you commemorate. Because on that day, you became a son or daughter of Christ. In that same light, and then later on, a little bit later on, the priest or the deacon say, and, you know, a lot of times when we do baptism in the back, we, but we don't do this, but, you know, it's, it's, it's on the right asks us to come to the altar. Because on the altar of the Lord, we will one day, that little baby, little Jessica, will receive the body of Christ. And one more time, that candle should be brought, out to, brought up to the church. No, it's not in the unity candle. For weddings, that doesn't exist. That's Protestant makeup stuff. We don't need that kind of stuff. You know, if you know, whenever you guys getting married, if you do a baptismal candle, I mean, not baptism, uh, uh, unity candle, will hunt you. Don't do that. We don't need that kind of stuff because we have the sacrament itself. But one more time, that candle is kind of bringing us on the day of a funeral. When, one more time, 
You know, we come to the church. And if we really pay attention on the liturgy of the funeral, it's kind of brought uh, bring us back to our baptism liturgy. Because the first thing that we do on the back of the church is the Paschal candle normally is in the front and is lit. And right before the casket entered the church, the priest received the body. And one more time, he gets some holy water and sprinkles on that casket. On the day of our baptism, we receive this new white vestment. On the day of a funeral, we will receive the pall. And we will come forward once again to the altar. And you're going to be able to, in a sense, for the last time, celebrate Mass. And our family and our friends are going to pray for us. Then we finish the Eucharist. Going to be buried. But all that, it's only possible because of our baptism. And I think a lot of times we don't understand. A lot of times we live as pagans. Today, I was watching the Titans game in a bar. Father Nick and I. And there was this girl right next to us. And she was just kind of all over the place drinking and throughout our conversations you know she started to say some uh, colorful words and I say young lady watch your language so that's how the conversation started and during the conversation she found out that I was a priest Father Nick was with me and we found out that she was Catholic but at that moment it was it, it was kind of really interesting because a lot of times we decide to live as pagans. Stuff that she was doing, the, the, the attitude that she was having, it was like, it was an attitude. In it. Do we really understand what a baptism is? We are new creatures. We are recreated by God to be new. But so many times we decide and we choose to live as pagans. We decide to not take our baptism vows to completion. Oh, Father, but you know, as Catholics, I was baptized as a baby. I had no idea. Yeah, but every day, every year on Easter, you renew your baptismal promises. When you were confirmed, you renew your baptismal promises. And you say, every time that you go to Mass on Sunday, we renew our baptismal promises. Through the creed, to say, I believe in this, I renounce, I renounce Satan. And I think if we really understand, if we really live our lives as baptized, things would be different. Don't worry, my ear is the closest one to my mouth. We are, this is our call to be light, to be light to other people. This is our call to, uh, to fulfill our baptism, is to go and proclaim the good news. It's not just for, you know, priests, nuns, or campus ministries, or missionaries. That is our call to be disciples of Christ. 
And when we are disciples of Christ, we live our lives differently. When we are, you know, we are blessed to be Catholic. We have, you know, so many opportunities for confession. We have so many opportunities to get back where we're supposed to be. But do we take that opportunity and understand that? Because if we know, we as Catholics, we as baptized, have that power to go and proclaim the good news to other people. And that is what our baptism promises invite us to do every day. I think that perhaps we don't understand the powerful experience of our baptism. Perhaps it's hard for us to truly understand and live our baptism promises. Great opportunity as we celebrate this feast day today to kind of let us go home and kind of think about it. How am I living my baptism? Do I live a baptism as a son or daughter of Christ? Or do I live my baptism as a pagan? Do I live my baptism in a way that, yes, people will look at you and see you are different? You have that different smell. You have that different, you know, are we just being one more? Hopefully, this will help us to see where we are and to go where we want to be. Because we receive all the graces. We receive all the, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They are there. We just have to kind of find it. Sometimes they are lost. And in my life, it was like that. I mean, so many years in my life, it was, I live as a pagan. Maybe some of you used to say, you still do. Well, but we are called every day to be a better version of ourselves. Every day. And it's not just when we, you know, get older or whatever. A lot of times we, we just tend to say, well, whenever I, you know, this and then that thing happens, like, well, but, you know, right now I can't really do this and then maybe it's going to be whatever. And then it never happened. That call is today. That call that God made us is today to live as beloved sons and daughters of God. Amen.